Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it's a Monday. It's going to be a very, very busy Monday and a busy week NFL free agency. Live in L.A., it's the herd wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Great to have you in. Peter King will stop by today where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong. One hour from now, plenty of both. J-Mac filled in Friday. Did a great job, I heard. And uh, this is a fun week because you know that the Jets and the Packers, the framework's done for the deal. They can that That stuff's all done. The question is now... Does Aaron say, I want to stay or do I want to go? But behind the scenes, there's an understanding. The framework's all done for the trade, which is fascinating because I'm almost rooting for a trade so I can see what Aaron Rodgers is worth. Well, you know why I'm wearing purple today. Why is um, that? Because Lamar Jackson is on the market. And when the Jets and Rodgers <laughs> break up before they even get together, give me Lamar Jackson in New York. Well, let's start with this. There was a, a really a big move. We kept saying, Chicago, move out if you like Justin Fields. And there's no Andrew Luck or Trevor Lawrence. Uh, get out of the number one spot. You need a lot of good players. So the Bears went out and made a big move with Carolina on Friday. They got a first-round pick. They got a couple of seconds. And they got a star receiver, DJ Moore, 
who's been wildly productive with Kyle Allen, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, really good player. So I've never had a ton of confidence in the Bears ownership or the Bears front office in my entire life. You can't even, they've never had a great wide receiver. I mean, who's their best quarterback ever? They feel like now they're too defensive-led, even though their defense stinks right now. The culture's always been about defense. The NFL's moving to offense. But I thought this was a home run. I thought this was about as good as you could do. Listen, the Bears need a bunch of players. And they only moved down eight spots. And NFL general managers will tell you privately or publicly, the first round usually has somewhere between, you know, 16 to 18 really elite players. After that, a lot of teams would rather move out of the first round. You got to pay a first round price for a second round guy. Not a big difference between the 20th player in the first round and, you know, the 50th player in the second round. There's usually 15 to 18, somewhere around there, really elite players, and the Bears still get one of those picks. And then they got more draft capital. So, and DJ Moore, again, um, this is a draft where the top quarterback prospect is historically small and historically light, which is, of course, historically um, trouble. And yet they got all this. And since the trading deadline last year, they have completely rebuilt their wide receiving core. Chase Claypool, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, and tight end Cole Komet, no more excuses. That's what this was. No more excuses for Justin Fields. Anytime you get one of these quarterbacks that gets criticized, a Daniel Jones or a Justin Fields, it is always, well, he doesn't have this, and he doesn't have that. Forget the fact that Justin Herbert had the league's worst offensive line as a rookie and lit the league up. Forget the fact that Joe Burrow had an atrocious offensive line and was a play from winning and playing, you know, going to overtime or winning the Super Bowl. Justin Fields, to this point, is athletic. He's a highlight player, but doesn't complete enough passes. So everybody blames the offensive line which was not as bad as the Giants. It was middle of the pack, according to PFF. And everybody blames the wide receiving core, which was better than the Giants. Uh, But now it's a grown-up wide receiving tight end core. They could add to it in the draft, but they don't necessarily have to. You got three guys who are really nice NFL wide receivers, an ascending young tight end, capable, not special, but capable running backs. And again, the O-line's not as bad as everybody says it is if you look at PFF in the rankings. So no more complaining no more whining you'll find out if Justin Fields can play and if he can't and my guess has always been 60 40 he can but if he can't then the next guy's got all these draft picks a grown-up wide receiving core um, and whatever they get in this draft which I imagine they'll fix a lot of their defense listen when you have as many picks as they have now which is a couple of seconds a couple of fourths a couple of fifths and their first you can solve a lot of issues defense is about athleticism and reaction you can be young on defense and very very good generally offense they're going to go rebuild that old line apparently they're going to go get a tackle from the Niners and spend some money so this was I thought this was about as good as you can do in a draft class that doesn't have a star receiver I mean, you can always trade out of the number one spot, but to get that haul with this quarterback draft class, my guess is Carolina's owner, the impatient David Tepper, uh, wanted to make a splash and wanted to figure out quarterback because he's tired of being the richest owner in the league and unwatchable. So they went, whoever they draft, C.J. Stroud uh, or Bryce Young, you know, who knows who's going to work. I think, I think Bryce Young's the more naturally gifted quarterback, small but pretty naturally gifted. 
I said he could play in a dome or warm weather. I thought Chicago did great. And they also create clarity. I'm not saying they're going to be a great football team, but now there's no more excuses. If Daniel Jones can get into the playoffs with that O-line and that receiving core in a division that had three playoff teams. Okay, it's time for Justin Fields. These are good players. DJ Moore, to get DJ Moore, when I saw that trade, my takeaway was, they got DJ Moore in the trade? That guy gets you 1,000 yards a season with Kyle Allen and Baker Mayfield and Darnold. He's a real player. He'll be their number one. So, and he's locked up for several years. So, you're fine there financially. So, that's a big win for Chicago, a franchise that I've never, ever trusted upstairs. I've liked some of their coaches. Dave Wanstead did a good job. Matt Nagy got him into the playoffs. They've had coaches, Mike Ditka. But upstairs, never trusted him. Really good day for the Bears. Going to create all sorts of clarity over the next 12 months. What do we got at coach? If the coach can't develop Justin Fields, maybe you got the wrong coach. If Justin Fields can't get up and down the field with that offense and those players, you got the wrong quarterback. But we'll know in a year. Because right now we're arguing. The O-line, the receivers, the all it is is all muddied up. And nope. In one year, no more excuses. And that's what you need. Okay, do we got the guy or not? Now the Chargers knew after the first year. With that offensive line, Justin Herbert lit it up. We got the guy. Then they had to fire the coach. In this league, you're looking for clarity because you got to have the right coach and the right quarterback to win Super Bowls. We're going to know both real soon for the Bears. Okay, so the Rams traded away uh, Jalen Ramsey and didn't get much for him. Uh, this is not the NBA, right? Like Jalen Ramsey's really expensive and has got two more really expensive years. And he's coming off um, not his best year. And the Rams are like, yeah, we're going to move him for a third-round pick. I thought they'd get a second and a starter. They got a third and a backup backup to a backup tight end. Um, But my takeaway is this. What have the Rams done in the last couple of weeks? They've gotten rid of Jalen Ramsey, Bobby Wagner, and and, and Leonard Floyd, three defensive players. Why? Because Sean McVay runs the show. And Sean McVay has leverage. And he has threatened retirement for two years. And the first year, what did he get out of that threat? A big new contract. This year, what did he get out of that threat? Control of personnel. I was told, I said it on this show multiple times a month ago, McVay was going to move off defensive pieces. They were going to spend a year getting much better offensive personnel. So you know Sean McVay sitting there thinking, timeout. Mike McDaniel in Miami, he's got a loaded offense. Jalen Waddle, Gasecki, Tyreek Hill. He's looking at Kyle Shanahan, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Jennings, Debo Samuel, Brendan Ayuk. He's looking at Zach Taylor. Got T. Higgins, got good tight ends, got Jamar Chase, got Joe Mixon. And he's sitting there thinking, timeout. Zach Taylor worked under me. How does he have better offensive personnel than I do? Kyle Shanahan doesn't have a Super Bowl. Why's why's he got better offensive personnel than I? Mike McDaniel. That organization's moving heaven and earth to get him offensive pieces. And look what I got. I got got too much money tied up on defense. So McVay's like, we won a Super Bowl. We have like the 15th best defense in the league. He's like, I've shown you the blueprint. We don't need to have a great defense. I won you a Super Bowl. I think they had the 15th total defense and the 17th scoring defense. may have been flipped. They won a great defense, and I won a Super Bowl. So I'm going to have now power over personnel, a big say, and we're going offense. So they accumulate. Now they've got a second, 
a couple of thirds. They've got uh, multiple uh, six-round picks, multiple seven. They got all sorts of picks. Now, most of them aren't great picks. They still don't have a number one. But he has used leverage twice about retirement. Wants to get a new contract, and now to flip the organization like Miami, get offensive pieces. And so this is, and I get it. He's looking around going, timeout. How's Mike McDaniel, Zach Taylor, and Shanahan, all these brilliant offensive guys? They're stacked. I got Cooper Cup, no number two. Not sure I love my quarterback. Offensive line's a mess. I'd trade Cam Akers in 45 minutes. You got to get me some pieces. And so they're moving off the defensive, guys. Listen, very rarely, they got 11 draft picks now. You can win in this. In the NFL, defenses tends to be about speed and athleticism. You can load up. If you, you don't have to have pro bowlers everywhere. I mean, the Jets defense has a lot of kids. It's really good. You don't need to have veterans. But offense is choreography. You don't want a terribly young offensive line. Uh, so I, they're going to spend. They move off Jalen Ramsey. It's a it's a cash dump, and I, my guess is they're going to use any cash savings and go buy somebody in free agency on the offensive side. So um, you know, Sean McVay always had power with the Rams, but he's used this retirement for a contract and bigger personnel push on offense. We've been talking about it for the last month, and that's what you got with Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I don't know if you, everybody loves what the Dolphins had the, you know, everybody this morning is freaking out about the Dolphins, but do you really need two great corners? I don't know if you do. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's really expensive, didn't have a great year. And I'll say this outside, of, there are certain players in this league that are, that are core pieces. It's, and I would say like Aaron Donald Cooper Cup. Jalen Ramsey's talented. He was talented at Florida State. He was talented at Jacksonville. He's talented with the Rams and now the Dolphins. He's not necessarily a guy I'm going to build around. We talk about this all the time. You know, Derek Jeter, you build around. Tom Brady, you build around. There's guys you build around. Then there's guys that are just really, really talented. Jalen Ramsey's really, really talented. OBJ is really, really talented. They're not going to be core pieces that I'm going to build around long term. And the Rams knew that. Outside of Aaron Donald, they're going to go young on defense. They're going to go young on defense, going to spend for – they're going to do the opposite of the Steelers. They're going to put some money on offense and get young on defense. So we'll see how it works out. But uh, it's interesting, and this is going to be a really interesting week. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers stuff, they've got the framework reportedly of a deal done. They're just waiting for Aaron, which it's been eight and a half weeks. Everybody's waiting for Aaron. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Fire the grill and fire up the party. Get the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees. A much bigger range than most grills. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Utilize the smoke boost setting to intensify that smoky flavor. Direct flame cooking creates searing, crisping, and browning. Food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You'll cook on two levels at the same time so you can make enough for everyone. Then clean up quick with the pull and clean grease and ash management system at the front of the grill. Cook confidently with intuitive digital controls at the grill and enjoy the sleek, easy-to-use surface. You can also add a heavy-duty rotisserie or rust-resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. 
Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources hi let's talk about pro plan sport pro plan sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours so whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run Start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Welcome back. It is great to have you in. So uh, free agency starts Wednesday. Um, there's a lot of different stories are out there about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, but what you're hearing is the deal's essentially done. They've agreed on everything. I don't know what the Packers would get. Um, you know, I mean, look what the Bears got for a college quarterback. Uh, I My guarantee is they'll get the Jets' first-round pick, which is number 13, and, uh, you know, the Packers' pick is number 15. So they'll have two picks, first round, right in the middle, and they can solve the, – the Green Bay roster is very solid. They need two or three things. Uh, they could use – they need a tight end. They need another receiver. Probably need to go get a left tackle. They can get that later in the draft. An edge rusher, but they got all sorts of picks. Green Bay historically drafts and develops very, very well. They, their offensive line – has been good for 20 years, and they almost never go in the first round and get offensive linemen. So, you know, the Patriots and the Packers, they draft and develop the offensive line at a high level that most of the league doesn't. That doesn't mean they don't occasionally miss on wide receivers and miss on defensive players, but that's what the Packers do well. I can think two things on this. Number one, uh, if I was Green Bay, I would rip the Band-Aid off. It's nothing against Aaron, but I would rip it off. Too much drama. You moved up to get Jordan Love. If the guy can play, he can play. If he can't, you would know it. That's This is not a shot at Aaron. But if you're going to get another first-round pick, and my guess is they'll get a first-round pick this year and maybe next year. And I saw what the Bears got for Bryce Young, and, they, they, and the Jets are desperate. Um, so I would move off Aaron Rodgers. I'd roll the dice. He's going to retire in a couple years anyway. Get him over to the AFC. But I can also simultaneously think if I was Aaron Rodgers, I wouldn't leave. Head coach, Edge Packers. Familiarity, Edge Packers. Uh, organization, history, Edge Packers. Um, you know, both have emerging star-wide receivers. Both have good backs, but I like Green Bay's better because theirs aren't coming off an injury. Uh, the conference, 
Green Bay's in a much easier conference. The division, I think Green Bay's in an easier division. If I was Aaron Rodgers and I thought, I want to play for one more year, why go to New York and then play for one year, what's the point? He doesn't need to be more famous. You're going to an organization that has a history of chaos. The ownership situation's dicey. The head coach is a defensive guy in the hot seat. The O-line's better in Green Bay. You both have emerging star-wide receivers, but at least Aaron has worked with Christian Watson and hasn't worked with a Jets emerging star young wide receiver. Uh, Running back, the weapons, they're both fine. But at least I know what I've got in Green Bay, have worked with them, practiced with them, played with them. I think I'd stay if I was Aaron. But if I was Green Bay, I'd rip the Band-Aid off. I don't know what the Jets are going to offer, but the CEO, Mark Murphy, was asked this past weekend about it, and there's a lot of past tense verbiage here. It sounds like they've already sort of come up psychologically, emotionally, and decided we're probably moving off Aaron. We're really hopeful that we can reach a resolution that works not only for Aaron, but for us. Is there a scenario where Aaron is still the starting quarterback of the Packers next season? Um, yeah. I mean, unless if things don't work out uh, uh, the way we would want them, yeah. We, uh, he, he's obviously a great player and, uh, you know, four-time MVP. And uh, But, you know, I think it's, you know, trying to find, uh, you know, what, what he wants and what we want. And uh, hopefully we can find a win-win situation. So, if I'm the Jets, you know, they're desperate. And so, you know, if Green Bay gets a haul, do it. I would rip the Band-Aid off. I'm one of those people, if you say, give me the good news or bad news, I may, just give me the bad news. Just, Just give me the bad news, I'll deal with it. And I also think you have to find out if Jordan Love can play. But if I was Aaron, head coach, O-line, familiarity, leverage, division, uh, conference, it all leans toward Eden. It all leans toward Green Bay. They're better at all those. I, I, I do think Green Bay and the Jets have really young, interesting wide receiver talent. But Aaron's at least worked with Green Bay's guys already. Um, I can't wait for it. I am fascinated to see what Aaron Rodgers gets. This is not the NBA. It's a hard cap. Now, the Jets don't pay most of their good players. Right now, they've got space for Aaron. It's not going to discombobulate the franchise. They're not paying anybody. I mean, they've got maybe the best corner in the league. They're not paying him. They're running back. They're, they've got a couple of good old linemen that got banged up last year. They're not paying them either. So it, it feels like it could absolutely work. But if I was only going to play one more year, why would you leave? Why? Just stay with the organization that loves you. Moving is hard even when you're rich. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a, New York's not an easy move for, I don't care if you're an accountant or a quarterback. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right, Colin. You said this is going to be a wild show. Um, I'll do my best to contain myself as the news breaks, but we're already hearing crazy NFL stuff. We're not going to get to it all now because it's just emerging. We're going to wait a few minutes. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'll work one of them in here in a, in a second. <laughs> it's crazy. Now, don't look at your phone or anything. Okay, but, well, all right, let's won't. start with the NCAA tournament. You know I love the tournament. Yeah. Brackets came out last night. Alabama, the top overall seed. You know, they had their issue this season off the court, yeah. but they do have maybe the best player in the tournament, Brandon Miller. Yeah. Um, this, this team's awesome. Uh, Kansas is a number one seed. Houston's a number one seed. Purdue's a number one seed. Uh, Kansas trying to go back-to-back for the first time since 2006, 2007. I don't think that's happening. This is going to be a little bit of a chaotic tournament because there's no dominant team. No. If you look at the odds, usually there's someone 3-1, to 4-1. to one. There's none of that this year. So Duke, I've seen Duke play about five times, Mm -hmm. mostly home games. 
But when I watched them at the end of the year, they were way better than early in the year. Oh. And I think Duke's my – I know it's unpopular. No, no, not at all. Coach K leaves. They've got a new coach in. You know it's Duke. They recruited a high level. So everybody loves Bama. I've heard Gonzaga. I'm watching CBS. They're talking Marquette and Texas and Kansas. I'm going to go with Duke. So they had four freshman starters, yes. right? And they, they took a little while. Now they've won nine in a row. Yeah. Problem is their opening round matchup is dicey. Oral Roberts, remember they, they had a couple upsets a few years ago. They have a scoring machine in the backcourt. And Duke's head coach, John Shire, never coached an NCAA tournament game. First time I around know. the block. So. I I like Duke as well. Um, oh, you like Duke to win it I, too? I don't know not to win the whole thing. And remember, I'm like a 15-bracket guy. I'm entering bracket <laughs> pools left and right. How many times have we talked about this? When you go to a bar as a young guy, yeah. you're trying to meet girls. Yeah. If you tr- if you approach 10 girls, you'll probably get a number or two, right? Okay. You got a good chance. Same thing with brackets. Now, if you just fill out one bracket, good luck. If you go to a girl, one girl at the bar, got no talk chance. to her. You got no chance. Come on. What are the odds? So you're going to go, you're 15 bracket guy. I'm entering pools left and right. Will you think Duke has a chance to win any of them? Certainly, yeah. So I'm going I'll Duke. have Duke go final four for sure. I didn't several. see, I, I thought UCLA was as good as anybody I saw, but they just lost about yeah. a week ago their best defensive best player. Defense, best defensive so, player in the uh, uh, Pac-12. Yeah, I would have, but the Pac-12 wasn't nearly as good this year no. as the SEC or the Big 12. Big 12 was great. Hey, how's this stat? Nobody west of the Mississippi has won the national National championship since 1997. Also, how about this stat? The Big Ten usually has good teams, rarely a champion. I think I think Big 12 was great, and the SEC's loaded in all their sports. So, uh, but if UCLA didn't have that injury, I thought they, I want you know they're around the corner from us from right here. Yeah. So you watch a lot of UCLA. I thought they were really really good, but. Um, they, they'll be Final Four material. There's some sleepers out there. UConn, we'll talk about them in the coming days. UCLA is going to play potentially Gonzaga. Now, that one I can't wait for. Yeah, remember the last time that? <laughs> I can't really wait good for that. All right, let's quickly go to the NBA. LeBron is out of his walking boot. Oh. Big news. You know, he had the uh, foot injury last month. He's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. Darvin Ham said that LeBron's recovery is going according to plan. Did you watch the Knicks game last night? Uh, watched highlights of it. I watched the Oscars last night. I thought it was really. The, I thought it was the. I I had given up on the Oscars. Uh, I thought it was the best Oscars telecast I'd seen in eight, ten years. So I'd, you went Oscars over Lakers, Knicks, no, 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 and no. brackets. I, I watched bits and pieces, but okay. I, I got a phone. I got you yes, know I've yes, got my fair. ways to watch um, like you do. But I was I was in on the Oscars with um, some kids in the house last night, and I thought the Oscars were great. Listen. Anthony Davis didn't play well. No, no, no show. Yeah. At Julius home. Randall punked him last night. Yeah. Like, well, we both like Julius Randle. Now, AD though. admitted I didn't have a good game. That's not something you want to do uh, when you're on the chopping block. The Knicks didn't have Jalen Brunson on the road, and, so, and, and I, Julius I Randle was the star of the game. I mean, I had, a, I had a dad approach me at a volleyball tournament this weekend and was like, what do you think of Kevin Garnett's theory? I was like, what's that? That this LeBron injury is not really significant, and the Lakers want to see how AD can do without LeBron. And potentially, listen, if he can't hack it and they can't get to the playoffs, AD's done, gone, trade him out of here. I think that's... It's a little it's a little out there, but Kevin Garnett is the one pushing this agenda. Yeah, but let me ask you. Everybody in the world knows exactly what AD is. When healthy, excellent, but infrequently health available. The book on AD's been written. He's a top eight player in the league when healthy, but he's hurt a lot. Who's, who's still like going, I don't know what to make of AD. <laughs> we all know what the book is on him. So I don't believe that LeBron is sitting there saying, okay, let's see. LeBron wants to get into the postseason. If he could play, play. That's my agree. take. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, final story. Now, I'm going to weave some news into this that uh, I I don't know. Anyways, Odell Beckham worked out for teams last week, right? He looked good. Look at that. Hey, all chiseled, one-handed catches. 
against air and uh, nobody in the vicinity. Interestingly, no uh, big offers yet. Uh, free agency just started, but you know there's some tampering beforehand. A lot of speculation he wants to stay in L.A. because, you know, his, uh, the wife of his uh, kid is out here. Yeah. He likes L.A., obviously, sure, the party sure. scene. Get it. Yeah. Are the Chargers a potential landing spot for him? Mike Williams, Keenan Allen situation? They've got um, – I don't think so. I think they like their young receivers. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I, right. I, I don't think – and I think the Chargers – I think the Chargers are going to beef up their tight end room during the draft. Um, so I, I don't think so. So I brought up the Chargers because of this. Now, we'll talk about it at length in the, uh, in the show later. But according to Adam Schefter, Austin Eckler has asked for permission to seek a trade because he could not come to a contract well, with the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers are really upfront about that. Melvin Gordon as well. They're not going to pay. Remember, they're not going to pay a big money contract to a running back. Tom Telesco won't do that. That's, that's just not. Uh-oh. By the way, I agree with him. I like Austin Eckler a lot. But the Chargers have always made it really clear with this front office. We're going to draft running backs, and we're going to pay them, but we're not going to give you a second a contract. So if Austin Eckler – and they also uh, drafted a kid, Spiller, out of uh, Isaiah, I think, out of Texas A&M last yeah. year. So they have somebody there. I, I just don't think the Chargers are going to pay a running back – at that, he's got a lot of carries, a lot of touches. He's a smaller running back. He's been banged up. He'll have, he'll absolutely have a market somewhere. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do this later. But you can't lose Austin Eckler from that offense. He is everything, Colin. You Come can't on. pay him. You got to figure it out. You can't let him. You can't get rid of Austin Eckler. You can't lose that guy. I mean, this offense without him. Just, listen, we'll talk about it later. But Justin Herbert needs a guy like Austin Eckler on that offense. When the receivers can't get separation, it's dump offs to Eckler left and right. Makes plays. This is a hard cap. You you can't get into a situation where you're – they've got two or three running backs they like behind him, and they don't cost anything. you got to make choices. If you're going to pay Keenan and Mike Williams, you're starting to pay – now you've got uh, – a Bosa, you overpaid for a for a corner who's a little bit of a mystery. He was a disaster. Derwin James, you got a lot of contracts coming up, or I, you're starting. Them. I would keep Eckler and say, Khalil Mack, thank you for your service. Um, we're gonna find an edge rusher. You cannot lose Eckler, dude. Chargers fans are irate. They're what? freaking out right now. It's, <laughs> I mean, he's like I probably their best offensive skill position player over Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Oh, I don't know. Right. I think Keenan Allen's pretty good. He is. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking fantasy football for Eckler too much. Well, but yeah, yeah. He is a monster in terms of just. Yes, he's. What, I, I, we, we've had him on the show multiple times. He's got a market. Yeah. Absolutely. The market would be the Rams. They want to get. Oh, next no, door. Yeah. No, I mean, seriously. The Rams don't like Cam Akers. They're, they're over that fumble stuff, and he didn't play with a lot of urgency, and they'd move him tomorrow if they could get a Maybe. running back. Week's going to be crazy. People are spending. It's going to be a busy, busy show. Yeah. Yeah. J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Um, Colin Wright, Colin Wrong, top of next hour. Uh, yeah, I, I always I always find it interesting. So somebody told me this years ago, Belichick was really good at this when he was in New England, is that when you're going to make a trade or you're trying to figure out you know, the market, what you have to really know is your own roster. And that's why, you know, New England moved off a lot of players during the Brady-Belichick run. Very few came back to haunt them, right? Like they moved off guys. Chandler Jones is one that, but Chandler got expensive and they had some questions about him, uh, you know, off the field, I guess. 
but you got to know your roster. It's one thing if you draft somebody and they're not great or you bring somebody in through free agency and they don't land. You don't know the odometer, right? Like it's you don't know. But you got to know your own people. So when I hear about Anthony Davis and the Lakers, like the, the rumors out there, they're trying to figure him out. There is no mystery with Anthony Davis. He is not a grinder. He has hurt a lot. He's wildly talented, but he's a bit inconsistent. He'll go on three and four game runs where he's unstoppable. And then last night, he doesn't play well against the Knicks who didn't have Jalen Brunson. And, you know, you got to win that game. So you got to know your pieces. Like, I think the Lakers now probably regret giving up Kyle Kuzma. They made a mistake not knowing how good one of their players was. I agreed moving off like Alonzo Ball, who's been hurt. Uh, but you, you, KCP, did they undervalue KCP? Did they undervalue Kyle Kuzma? You got to know your team and your guys. So if the Lakers are trying to evaluate Anthony Davis, let me give you a hint how it works. He's hurt a lot, past his prime, and not a grinder. There's the book. Everybody in the league knows. Everybody in the league the Clippers didn't want Anthony Davis when there was speculation he wanted to come to Los Angeles. They thought he was soft. That is not like a wild thing or a wild rumor. There are those people in the NBA that think Anthony's one of those great, great talents, but he's not going to fight through injuries. He's not going to play hurt much. Uh, and that's the reality with him. So I, I, I don't necessarily buy into this LeBron. The injury's not that bad. You know, there's a lot of people... Kevin Garnett's a smart guy. He's been around the league. He certainly knows it, knows the culture of the NBA. But I think LeBron's hurt because LeBron's old. And when you get old, you get hurt a lot. And it takes you a lot longer to recover. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fire the grill and fire up the party. Get the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees, a much bigger range than most grills. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Utilize the smoke boost setting to intensify that smoky flavor. Direct flame cooking creates searing, crisping, and browning. Food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You'll cook on two levels at the same time so you can make enough for everyone then clean up quick with the pull and clean grease and ash management system at the front of the grill. Cook confidently with intuitive digital controls at the grill and enjoy the sleek, easy-to-use surface. You can also add a heavy-duty rotisserie or rust-resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. 
Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Tonight at the World Baseball Classic, the stars are out as Mike Trout and Mookie Betts lead the USA against Freddie Freeman and Canada at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific on FS1 and the Fox Sports app. So if you didn't see the game over the weekend, the Warriors and the Bucks played uh, a wild game. Steph Curry, for all these dopes out there that still don't get Steph Curry, you're out of your gourd. The guy is unbelievable. Uh, one of the great players in NBA history, his intelligence, his shooting. He put on a clinic in the fourth quarter in overtime. If you hadn't seen the game, go to YouTube, watch the highlights. It was unbelievable. So the Warriors, I know you all don't like them because you all resent how smart they are and how good they are, but they're getting huge breaks right now. Kevin Durant's already hurt for Phoenix. Huge break. Memphis, John Morant may have sabotaged his season. The Clippers added Russell Westbrook. They're playing him less now, but their turnovers have shot up, and he's bad situationally. And then start start looking at the playoffs. Sacramento's got no playoff experience. I know everybody loves Sacramento, but they don't play defense. Who ended up in the finals last year? Celtics, Warriors, great defensive team. Sacramento plays no defense. Dallas plays no defense. And Denver has no history of recent postseason success. So the Warriors are doing this, and they're making their move without Andrew Wiggins. They didn't have Wiggins, nor did they have uh, Kuminga, uh, you know, against the Bucks, who didn't have Giannis. But the point being is um, they're doing this without arguably their most athletic defender, Andrew Wiggins. It's a personal absence. They know what's going on. Nobody else is, and nobody's reporting it, so we don't know. But one of the things I've said about Golden State when, they're, when you have this sort of level of intelligence, it's just about getting healthy or staying healthy. They got rings. They're all rich. They're smart. They figured out their bench. If Wiggins comes back, I think they're going to end up in the final. And the Eastern Conference, let's be clear about the Eastern Conference. We know who the four best teams are. Milwaukee, Boston, Philly's playing great since December, and Cleveland. 
Those are the four best teams. There's no argument. I do think Miami's always dangerous because they're so well coached. And I love Jimmy Butler. Uh, Bam on a Bayou is also a really good number two player. But the West is all over the place. You trust Denver? Why would you? Sacramento, the Clippers. It's just a lot of nonsense and a lot of people that are unproven. So now, for the people that don't like the Warriors, which is everybody not in the Bay Area, remember, they go five of their next six are on the road, and they've been an absolutely dreadful road team. So if you don't like the Warriors, you're going to have a big laugh here in about 10 to 12 days because they go on the road, a couple of tough roadies, and they've been awful this year. But when you have the ring and you have the bag and you have the championships, Golden State's playing for different stuff. They're trying to get healthy, get Wiggins back, get Kaminga back. They're trying to avoid injuries. And I thought Saturday night was just, it felt like a playoff game. And by the way, I've seen Golden State in these games. And, you know, a lot of times without Andrew Wiggins, I saw him against Boston at Boston. I've seen him against Milwaukee. Seems like to me when you when you put up against Memphis, when you put up a big challenge, all these veteran players come together, unified. They still have the best starting five in the NBA, according to 100 possessions, the advanced analytics. When you put Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, and Looney on the floor, it's the best starting five in the NBA. I also think when Peyton's healthy in about a month, their bench gets fortified. It's a very good basketball team. But Steph Curry put on a clinic. I don't know what it is about Steph Curry. I think three years ago, if you would have asked people, 50% of people would have taken Westbrook over Steph Curry. Blows my mind. It just <laughs> blows my mind. Uh, but that's the case. He put on a clinic. So there's a lot of different stuff out there uh, with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. So there's a, there are different people in the media saying they're sitting, the Jets are sitting there waiting. They've got the deal done. And uh, it's they're just everybody's kind of waiting for Aaron Rodgers. My guess is in the next 24 to 36 hours, he's going to have to give an answer. Aaron was at a golf tournament, talked to Brandon Marshall. Uh, I think it was over the weekend. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, here's the good news about Aaron to the Jets. He's not going to discombobulate their salary cap situation because they're not paying anybody. Uh, he makes them better at the most important position. Uh, but many of the same issues he had last year in Green Bay young ascending players without much experience are still there. Um, but the Jets are desperate. Everybody knows they're desperate. The conference, the AFC, is loaded. The division now is very good. So the Jets are sort of trapped. They've only got six picks. So, But they have the number 13 pick. No question, Green Bay, they got the 15th, give them the 13th. That you're getting minimum for Aaron Rodgers. But I don't know the haul you can get. And, and, I, and it comes back to me, if you're the Jets, um, you go all in on this. But if you're Aaron Rodgers, it's a big question. Because remember, the deal, the framework is done. And the only person that knows what they're going to do this minute is Aaron Rodgers. Ask yourself. When you move, I've done it three or four times in my life. I get out a yellow pad and I put pros and cons. I've done it every time. What do I like? What do I not like? Find me the edge the Jets have. It's not head coach. It's not familiarity. It's not ease of division. It's not O-line. It's not ease of conference. The big advantage is defense. But it's not like Green Bay's is atrocious. They've got personnel. They had guys banged up on the front last year. And they also have enough draft capital to solve some of those issues. What is the big advantage the Jets have over the Packers if you're Aaron Rodgers? I, you can think two things at once. 
Um, I'd rip the Band-Aid off if I was Green Bay. It's time. It happens. It's, a, you know, marriages sometimes. It's just you grow apart. I, I, th- I think the commitment level with Aaron and Green Bay, that drives them nuts. They moved up to get Jordan Love. But if I'm Aaron, you, you, on, if you're writing down on a yellow piece of paper, advantages Green Bay, advantages Jets, outside of the defense is better. Okay, show me all the defensive coaches in the NFL right now. Show me where they finish in their division. So I, I, that's where I, everybody's out there predicting Jets. Put yourself in Aaron Rodgers' position. If you're only going to play one or two more years, why move? Now, he may, but it's not like he wants to go to New York to be more famous or respected. He's respected, and he's famous, and he's rich. So he's not moving for money. He's not moving for fame. He's not moving for respect, <laughs> right? He got all those three. We all respect him as a player. He's already rich. He's already famous. You know, when you move, it's because you're not getting something. What is he not getting in Green Bay? He's got an offensive coach. He's got weapons. He's got a friendly local media. He's got a winnable division. I mean, I get you say, well, defense. You got to be careful about that. Generally, we talked about this, I think, last week, is that great offenses, I can tell you five of the top 10 offenses in the NFL next year, Kansas City and Cincinnati, San Francisco, Philadelphia. I can tell you who they are. But defense is different. Defenses tend to fluctuate year to year, right? Some of it is what's the quality of quarterbacks you've played? So now Mac Jones for the Jets, they'll face Mac Jones twice, who has an offensive coordinator, right? Uh, The Jets will face Tua twice. Again, Mike McDaniels, right? So pretty productive. So, So we've talked about this. Defenses can ebb and flow. I mean, a bad defense is bad and a great's great. But a defense can ebb and flow statistically based on who did you play? What kind of quarterbacks did you play? So I think the Jets' defense, it's very possible that it's very good next year, but not quite as dominant. Mac Jones will actually have an offensive coordinator twice. That's a whole different Mac Jones. So I, I, but you, my question becomes, what are the Jets? Aaron's not trying to get rich, famous, or respected. That's why you leave. You leave a company, any company. They're not paying me enough. They don't respect me enough. Or it's time that I broke out and showed everybody how good I was. Those three are off the table. Don't try to get happier than happy if you're Aaron Rodgers. What do the Jets provide that the Packers don't? I don't know. that You tell me. What do they provide? A bigger media market. The dude's on every commercial on TV. doesn't need to be famous. In fact, I'd argue Aaron hides in the offseason in darkness retreats. He's trying to get out of the public eye. <laughs> He's, I mean, he, seriously, in the offseason, he hides. He doesn't want to. He has a place in Malibu. If you live in Los Angeles and want to hide, Malibu is where a lot of the stars live. It's out in the middle. It's hard to get to. You can, they got places there where you can really. That's where all the, the gym, you know, the, the rich and the famous and the reclusive and the stars a lot live in Malibu and up in the hills in Beverly Beverly Hills and Malibu, Aaron's decided he didn't move where you'd see him. He's trying to hide. He didn't want to be bothered in the offseason. Is there an argument that maybe he feels underappreciated? How? As in, well, as in, the highest pay. hey, I, I've been great. I've been here forever. We went to a, I won a Super Bowl, and they still are wondering, you know, have I underperformed in my history in Green Bay, given the MVP awards where always 13 yeah, but it, wins? That's the media, not the Packers. Well, what if he's feeling that in the town? I'm not on the ground. I don't know. I don't boots on the ground there I, where he I is. I don't think he's at Hooters tonight having wings with the peeps. I just don't see that happening. I, I would agree. 
But if he's feeling that way, I'll go to the Jets. They never win jack squat. I will win with those guys, and I'll show them what winning is like, and they will love me forever. Is there an argument for that? A guy who isn't really loved by... We said he maybe doesn't have a ton of friends. He's had the family issues, well, yeah, the girlfriend I think, rotation. I think Aaron's. I think Aaron's actually very private. He's a unique personality. He doesn't need a million friends. He doesn't need good. I think Aaron. I think Aaron's a different guy, right? Not married, no kids, no pets. He's kind of his own dude. He's probably got a circle of very small circle of close friends. I'm not saying you know he's a recluse, but just ask yourself if you're watching my show right now. You're driving, you're watching, you're listening. Have you ever left for a job? There's usually three things. You're either not challenged. Well, he's clearly challenged. You're not paid. You're not respected. Or you want to show everybody what you can do. None of those boxes get checked. <laughs> None of them. So let's just quickly, if the Jets, if Roger says, hey, you know what? I'm going to stay in Green Bay. What the hell do the Jets do? Come well, that's, that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they do. This is embarrassing. They're sitting here waiting for someone to decide whether they want to go to New York. Yeah, do you, go to my social account. What do the Jets provide? Defense. Rams won a Super Bowl with a 15th rated defense. They, you can't move just for that. It's the Herd. One more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.